live from Crapper Creek, Alaska, the podcast. Welcome to another week from the cabin. Got another great show today. Lovely Maria talking sex. Ask Trooper Cooper. We'll play yes or BS with the mayor. We'll find out what Jesus would say. And signs you're in a bad zoo. That and more on today's Live from Crapper Creek, the podcast. From the farthest North Rock station in the world, it's the Crapper Creek podcast. You know, I like to think of myself as a rather well-informed individual, rather well-educated. But when it comes to the mind of the female, I am clueless like most men. Completely agreed. uh, That's, of course, the voice of lovely Maria with us once again. Now, uh, baby, you know that... Whenever I get something that maybe has an opinion from the fairer sex, the smarter, intelligent sex, I must refer to you because you're really the only like girl I know. Oh, you're just trying to be nice just so I don't hang up on you. I got to go. What do you want? All right. Listen. <laughs> Jesus. Listen to me, woman. Don't push it. So, All right. Here we go. Uh, it's a huge relationship milestone when you're finally r- ready to share all of your deviant stuff that you're into. Uh, a milestone some people never hit. According to a new survey, half of Americans say they have a certain um, kink, as it were, that they'd like to try, but haven't brought it up with their partner yet. So now's the time. What do you want to do? Uh, twister. Twister? <laughs> <laughs> I always thought that would be Again? Yeah, well, I mean, well, no, we didn't really. I mean, do we need it? Do we need the oil this time? Because that made it dangerous. <laughs> I, I think I pulled a disc. All right. Yeah. <laughs> but that would be one. See, that's an ex- a, an example. Um, that or maybe doing it on the old uh, electronic football game. Remember the vibrating football game? Yeah, no, I don't think so. I'm, I'm, uh, yeah, no. But you love football. <laughs> like you and wanting to do it in that truck with all the dog hair and the smelly. Old... Yeah, you didn't want to do it in the plow I, truck. Yeah, what, what's wrong with you've, that? You've only offered like 15 times. It's not something I daydream about, baby. So that's a kink of mine, doing it while I'm plowing snow. Uh, all right. Uh, <laughs> that's, that's, that's such an Alaska kink right I know. there. All right. Running a snow machine. Anyway, in general, they say it takes about three months in a relationship before you're ready to share some of that. Uh, the five things people do have done to spice up their relationship. Number one, wearing lingerie. I think they're talking about you, not me. <laughs> yeah, and I have pictures of you in lingerie, so. <laughs> that was a whole different kink. We were in, we were, we were in college. We were experimenting. And actually, it wasn't lingerie. It was a wedding dress. Thank you. Yeah, you looked pretty good in it. I Fuck yeah, I did. <laughs> Rock the wedding dress. Yeah, I did. All right. So uh, there we go. So that's one. The other one is uh, sexting during the day. I d- I've never been much into that. No, we've never done. We've tried it and it seems kind of stupid. It's so much easier just to pick up the phone, right? It really, but I mean, that's our, maybe that's where we're showing our age. I don't know. <laughs> uh, trying a new sexual position, a.k.a. Twister or the plow truck. <laughs> no, and maybe. <laughs> nice. I see as long as baby steps, baby steps. Uh, having sex somewhere besides the bedroom, a.k.a. the plow truck. <laughs> Although we, I think we did it out on the deck by the fire the other night, didn't we? We've done it a couple times out on the deck. I'm right. sure hoping no one walks by. Yeah, on the trail outside. I know. Well, uh, we put some big trees there, hopefully. <laughs> yeah, we did. <laughs> oh, shut up. And uh, finally, trying a new sex act. 
I think Twister would fall into that category, but I don't know. Is see, there... no, see, Twister was what I said first, and, is and there... look at this—we wasted all this time. <laughs> it, but is there is there something new you would like to try that haven't yet? You mean sexually? Yes. Nope. Oh bullshit! Nice try, buddy. Bullshit! Nice try, buddy. Uh, I'm not uh, falling into that one. Uh, Hector, sorry, no, she's not going <laughs> to need us tonight. Bye. All uh, right, he was really bummed. I'm sure. Bye. All right. As we move along, uh, still in the middle of the madness uh, elsewhere, more so than here in Alaska, where we kind of doing things right. But there's still a lot of coronavirus insanity going on. So let's give you some of my favorite stories from the week, shall we? Coronavirus. <laughs> insanity. <laughs> All right. Story number one. 39% of Americans have done something risky with bleach. Okay, I don't think they're talking about like, you know, the risky thing that we were doing with bleach was basically bleaching your asshole, which made no sense to me whatsoever. But that was a thing. That's a thing. People do that with bleach. But I don't think that's what they're talking about here. No, during the pandemic, 19% said they have bleached their fruits and vegetables. Yeah, don't do that. 18% have used it on their bare skin. Uh, Don't do that either, you dumb fuck. And then, uh, speaking of dumb fucks, 5% have drank or gargled with bleach. Okay. I don't know how they're still around to write about it, but that's what they're saying. Elsewhere, a nightclub in the Netherlands is now having everybody sit in socially distanced chairs to dance. To dance. All right. And I could, I could see maybe a nightclub opening up, taking out a few tables and But to dance in chairs, you're supposed to dance in chairs. Why couldn't we just dance six feet apart, like on our feet? But no, you got to dance in a chair. What is it, like flash dance? Is that it? No? Another good question during the coronavirus outbreak. Can dogs sniff out coronavirus in your armpit? New study out of France found trained detection dogs could find it in at least 83% of the time. Is that good enough? 83%? Really? That's a B minus. I don't know if I'd go with that. I don't know if I would accept that. Meanwhile, a video going viral on Twitter of a guy. The Vegas uh, casinos have reopened in the classic photo. It's a dude sitting at a one-armed bandit. He's got his mask on and gloves on, and he's smoking a cigarette through his mask, pulling it down to smoke his cigarette, putting his mask back up. Of course, the dude's in like a cut-off NASCAR T-shirt and a camo hat. He's, if I told you that story of a guy, that's exactly how you pictured him in your head, wasn't it? Exactly as you just pictured him. <laughs> Distillery in uh, Australia had to recall one of its brands of gin after they realized the bottles were actually full of hand sanitizer. My question is, how can you tell? Have you, have you drank gin? I think that's all it is, is hand sanitizer. I'm pretty sure. Uh, one of my favorite stories of the week was the plastic surgeon in Miami who decided to offer drive through Botox injections. So you're sitting there in your Yugo while some guy sticks needles in your face. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't see how that's helping. Uh, finally, in your coronavirus insanity, uh, there's a place now. Vegas is opening up, and uh, they're calling a place. Uh, it's called Sex Island uh, out of Las Vegas. They're going to throw a post-coronavirus sex orgy with prostitutes. They're going to do it in a couple of weeks. Now, men, you can pay 4500 bucks for, quote, weed, unlimited alcohol, and sex with two girls per day. Only 50 tickets are available. No, sorry, tickets sold out. Sorry about that. Tickets sold out. Coronavirus. Yeah. Insanity. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> and I got the last fucking one. <laughs> All right, fun segment of the show. It's always good to get a local celebrity in here. And when we say that, uh, we say it tongue-in-cheek because this is Alaska where we all pretty much know each other. So we're all kind of celebrities. Or none of us are. I don't know, however you want to look at it. Anyway, it's time to bring in Mayor Jim Matherly, Honorable Mayor of Fairbanks, Alaska. Getting us through these difficult times, these challenging times, the... Anyway, so... <laughs> Uh, and he takes time out of his day every week to call us. And normally you go on the air and you're asked by reporters and you're asked about uh, the current uh, situation with uh, Black Lives Matter or your, or the coronavirus or what are the numbers or the oil or the economy. Here we ask you to play yes or BS. It's a whole different ballgame over here. On X -Rock. I love the vibe. I love that vibe. Uh, that's exactly right. That's why we stay out of the rest. So uh, we got to do this right. I've got uh, the mayor in yes or BS, five questions. All you got to do is uh, see how well you do and remember every time you get one wrong a city employee is fired so let's <laughs> i don't oh want to put any extra heat on you but here we go all right i'm ready <laughs> and now it's time for yes 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 or bs let's see what we got here today uh mayor here it is uh, i don't know all if right. you heard but uh, the national, uh, last week they had what's called National Best Friends Day, which is cool, right? Yeah, I heard about that. Yeah, it's fantastic. Uh, and then, of course, they talked about the show Friends going on to Netflix and going on to some, uh, you know, platforms where you can watch all the episodes. And I don't know if you've seen Matthew Perry lately, but boy, has he let himself go. Oh my He's having a tough time in life. Yeah, he really is. Yeah. I feel bad for the guy. But Me that too. brings us to today's Yes or BS topic, and it is the program Friends. Were you a fan? Oh, I loved it, yeah. <laughs> I did, too. I, I did, too. It was I a do. fantastic show, obviously. Um, and, yeah, I get it. It was really, really white. Give us a break, okay? We didn't know. <laughs> it's fast, good writing. That one in Seinfeld on my two nineties sitcoms, actually. Oh yeah, they were go to. They were go to yeah. for me. Wings, yeah, I think Wings was in there for me. I loved yeah. Wings. Uh, Cheers, yeah, was good. right? There was all the good ones. But uh, we're talking Friends, so we digress. Let's get to it. And remember, let's see how many of these you can get right since you're such a big Friends fan. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, so I think. <laughs> and as you know, uh, I don't care what kind of fan you are. You probably don't know the answer to some of these. The very first episode premiered more than 25 years ago is that a yes or bs 25 years so that's a yes hey there we go all right that's correct uh the series finale of friends was watched by more people than any other season finale or series finale i should say in history i'd say that's no Oh, another yeah. winner way to go two yeah. for two yeah in fact it only ranks fourth the series finale of mash Still holds yep. the record. Man, that was huge. Yep. Everybody wanted Smash. to see them all get the hell out of Korea. So it was very, very good. Um, yeah, 106 million viewers that had. Then Cheers, Seinfeld, and uh, Friends was fourth. Friends was fourth. Seinfeld was, was the worst of the bunch for final episodes, in my opinion, but that's all right. See, I, I am of the opposite camp. I thought it was excellent. It brought in oh. all the old characters, wrapped it up with a bow, and it ended, believe it or not, with the very first line of the very first episode about his button and his shirt. Did you know that? Yeah, when he and George were in the, in yeah. the coffee shop. And they, yeah, I and they, yeah, and they used that. So I, I loved it, personally. Here's one. Okay. Uh, both all Robin right. Williams and Billy Crystal uh, both guest starred together in season three. 
Oh, that's a good one. I'll say yes. Yay! Three for three. Yeah, uh, they basically played two dudes in the coffee shop. Billy's character confessed he'd been sleeping with Robin's wife, and they both stormed out. And that was that. It was a really weird, kind of a cameo. All right. It was a cameo, yeah. Question four. Right. The original title of the show was Insomnia Cafe. Is that yes uh, or is that BS? No, that's that's BS. Nope, I'm sorry. Oh, Karen in accounting, pack up your plant and your box. You're out at City Hall. I'm so sorry, Karen in accounting. She's lost her job. I thought the original was I'll Be There For You, the Rembrandt's title. Then they changed the Friends. No, 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 no. Uh, Actually, they also uh, almost went with the names Friends Like Us across the hall and Six of One. So they almost went with those. Finally, here's your last question. Uh, Mary, now, right. you're, you're three and one. You're doing uh, fantastic so far. Yeah. None yeah. of the main characters from Friends appeared on Matt LeBlanc's spinoff, Joey. Oh. None of oh, them. And I, watched, I watched a few of those, too. Um, none of them. I will say that is. Uh, that's yes. Hey! That's oh, my God. Way to go. Way to go. Only one city employee fired this week. That is, that's a new record. So that's fantastic. Uh, so sorry, Karen and accounting. You're gone, sister. We hey, want you out. Count, she couldn't count anyway, man. Don't worry about we it. We want you out by 130. All right. Yeah, one, Somebody, and make sure, Jim, make sure to get her key. All right. Grab her, get her key. Okay. There you go. That's Mayor Jim Matherly, by the way. Uh, well, good to have you with us always. Uh, keep up the fine work over there at City Hall. We love having you on the show and on the podcast. Thanks a lot, Glad You take care, man. Thanks for all you're doing as well. From the farthest North Rock station in the world, it's the Crapper Creek Podcast. I'm a 2,000-year-old carpenter. I still don't smell half as bad as those people coming back from Coachella. Hey, before Bernie Sanders, I was the only ancient Jew who drew big crowds. Great, stupid barista just wrote Judas on my cup. Ugh. Wow, what a switch. I just spotted a Mexican in my tortilla. Would have been here sooner. TSA wouldn't let me through with this halo. Okay, don't tell anyone. But these deviled eggs are delish. Where do I audition for The Last Temptation of Christ 2? Chill out, I'm not here for the rapture, just here to see Avengers Endgame. Anyone know where Oprah is? My dad really wants her autograph. Alright, help me out here. Exactly what does me dying on a cross have to do with bunnies who love eggs and chocolate. Okay, dude, I don't care if it's on your bumper sticker. I'm not your co-pilot in your rusted out 2001 Saturn, all right? (laughs) Hanging with you all Friday, 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 and this part of the show means one thing and one thing only, and that's a visit and a call from our man, Mr. Carmine of Peace, legendary rock and roll drummer, one of the greatest drummers in the history of rock, and he joins us every Friday on the phone. Carmine, how are you, man? I'm good. How are you doing, dude? All right, let's see. Last week, uh, you were still in Connecticut, and you had the boys from Kodiak helping you move. Sounds like uh, it all went well. You're down in Florida now, correct? Yep. We're walking into a huge supermarket. Really? You're in a supermarket now? Is is it crowded there? How are the supermarkets in Florida compared to uh, Connecticut and New York right now? Bigger. 
bigger, but well, is, uh, I, was, I was talking about people in them. Are there uh, more people, uh, you know, out and about mingling there in Florida than you noticed up in Connecticut uh, and uh, New York? About the same. All right. So people doing, everybody's masking up. Everybody's uh, doing the social distancing for the most part. Yep. All right. Good, good, good. That's good to see. Everything, you got certain ways to go up and down the line. Right. They got all the little markers on the floor and everything. Good. Same thing here. All right. So uh, you're getting settled in in the new house. What is the first thing you have to buy in your new pad there in uh, Florida? What are you buying today? Oh, man. Today we're just buying food. Just food. We 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 unpacked. Well, we just second trip to the right. we, um, market. Oh, okay. We, uh, we unpacked the hundred and ninety, hundred eighty five boxes. <laughs> all, the all the drums and set up little drums. We'll see. The room in the studio. I've seen your drum kit, Carmine, and that was probably eighty six boxes worth right there. Yeah, I'm not used to that. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. Doing, I don't have a kid in the house. Okay. You know, it's too big. I, I, I can imagine, but now, so one of the first things that you buy, like the let's see, like the bathroom toilet, like bathroom rugs and the little doilies and no, things. We have- you're breaking up, Carmine. You're too far in the store. You gotta. You're gonna have to stop for a second uh, somewhere. On. There you go. Okay, we haven't bought the rugs yet. Okay. You know, all the floors are just tile. Right now, and uh, we haven't done any of those things yet. Okay. We just put like you know, just uh, a little garbage pail to put the dog poop in. Right. Stuff like that. Right. Okay. All the, yeah. the necessities you're going to need now. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The doilies, yeah. the bathroom doilies can kind of wait. I think scooping the dog poop is probably having a place to put the dog poop is probably. A good call yeah, on your we part. Need, we need that. We need that. We even, clean the garage. See, even rockers, garage. boys and girls, even rockers clean up dog poo. So, so should you. Just well, keep that I, in mind. I don't. I have to admit, I do not do it. <laughs> what? Especially as it's her job. Oh, I she, do not do that. Really? How did you work that yeah. deal? What is your? Uh, I because gotta, I, I was never a dog guy. Oh, so she said she wanted a dog. You said, all right, but if you're getting a dog, you're cleaning she's up always, after it, right? No, she's always she's always had a dog. All right, so she's just used to it. You're not a dog person. She cares for the dog and everything. I get it. Because, yeah, yeah. see, I have a 100-pound dog, and when I clean up after him, every time he dumps, it's the size of a damn meatloaf. And I, right. I need, like, a backhoe to clean up after him. So hopefully so she has a smaller one, dog. This one's only 35 now, but it's going to be 60. All right, yeah, so yeah, it'll, it'll be large. And here's one thing you will notice. I don't know how they can eat one can worth of food a day and then poop out four cans of food worth of poop a day. I don't know. I, know, I don't know how that works. Funny. I don't know how it works. It's pretty funny. All right, so uh, you're going to be settled in there. So uh, now that you're getting moved down into Florida, is this going to kind of put some stuff on the back burner? I mean, the producing the band, working with your no, brother. No, no, no. Everything's okay. Uh, so you're just hitting the ground running regardless. And in the middle of all that, you're moving. Yeah, but everything, everything, everything's the same. You know, it's just, uh, just remove location. That's all. all right, so there we go. So uh, let's recap the call so far. Carmine, a piece, legendary rockers, now moving from Connecticut to his home in Florida with his gal. Uh, he doesn't have bathroom doilies, and he does not pick up dog poop. I think that's what we've learned on the show today. That's good. Yeah. That's good. All morning. right. So, what do you got going this next week? Are you going to take some time off uh, over the weekend? No, no, no of course just, not. No, just of course not. We're going to go see. We're going to see a drum 
uh, a drum uh, museum that down here a friend of mine owns. Wow, that's got to be pretty cool. Now, do you have anything of yours in the drum museum? Yes, I have three drum sets. Of course you do. There we go. Uh, all right, so what part of Florida is the drum museum in? It's in where? Fort Lauderdale. Oh, Fort Lauderdale. All right. I'm gonna, I might have to check that out one day when I make it down to Florida, which I don't know if I will because my wife has no inclination to go to Florida. She has nothing. She doesn't want anything to do with Florida. But, but now that you're there, now we have a reason to go to Florida. So that's what we'll do. We're going to start booking yeah, our trip. Yeah. Right, there you go. <laughs> All right, Carmine, uh, get back to it. You're in the store. Get, get your shopping done next week. Okay, we'll talk rock cool. and roll, and we'll do it again, buddy. Thanks yeah, so much for joining Kodiak. us. Play some Kodiak. I'll talk to you We've later. been jamming some Kodiak. We sure have, buddy. Take care. That's my man, Carmine. Peace, folks. Um, somewhere in the, deep in the bowels of a Florida shopping mall. The X-Rock Morning Show. Morning show. As you know, here uh, in the small community of Crappie Creek, Alaska, the law of the land is uh, one Alaska state trooper. You may remember him from the TV show as well. He's fairly famous, and that would be uh, Trooper Cooper. And we'd like to give some uh, legal law advice for you on the show from time to time, both here on the podcast and the radio station. And that's why we bring you Ask Trooper Cooper, a chance for you, the common Alaskan, to ask Trooper Cooper a question pertaining to state laws here in Alaska. So go ahead. You're on with Trooper Cooper. Trooper Cooper, on the Dalton Highway, what are the two most important things to have with you? That's a very good question. There's a that's a long haul. <laughs> Get it? Hauls in the haul road. That's a little highway joke there. Really, uh, when you're traveling up the Dalton up there, uh, what you really gonna? I think the number one most most important item is gonna be a good set of them there uh, adult diapers. Cause. Uh, there ain't a lot of places to pull over and go. You gotta have uh, kind of like them, uh, like that astronaut lady hat. You're gonna need some of them astronaut industrial uh, adult diapers with you. And you're looking for two items. I'd say the second one by far has got to be just a hell of a lot of Cheetos. Cause uh, I love them Cheetos on a good road trip. I tell you, dog. You don't arrive in dead horse with uh, yellow fingers. You ain't really living on the Dalton. Very cool. This is Gary. I'm looking for Trooper Cooper. What is the point limit for a commercial driver in his own personal vehicle for drunk driving? Uh, yeah, well, for uh, drinking and driving, the points uh, level uh, I believe is 10. I don't know. I don't know. Point 10? See, I never really figured out that thing. I don't even know how to work the device. I just know if you're puking on yourself or wetting your pants or stumbling around, I'm going to haul your butt in. As far as the points, is, that's like the metric. You know, we troopers, we don't really know what the hell any of that means, point this or that. We don't really keep track. That's why we always ask you first if you've been drinking. Then we can just haul you in from that. That's really all we need to know. Point is really irrelevant. It's really uh, just how drunk you are, I guess. Hey, this is Tim. Hey, Trooper Cooper. What do you, uh, what do you get for getting uh, pulled over for talking on the cell phone? Because you know enough people do it, but you don't ever see anything about people getting pulled over. 
Well, if you're one of them uh, dumbasses on the uh, cell phone in your car, it depends on what else you got going on. You know, if you're fixing your hair and checking the stereo and lighting the smoke and drinking a coffee, well, we'll probably, uh, you know, take care of you and get you off the highway. Usually, if it's just a cell phone, we might uh, just give you a warning the first time. Unless, of course, you're obviously calling one of them, uh, like, this stupid morning radio shows in there, which can we're going to haul your ass in real pronto like that just uh, that's not going to happen on my watch oh, hold on let me pull over here hold on there we go okay that's it that's all I got from the farthest north rock station in the world it's the Crapper Creek Podcast wow tourist season's kind of kind of screwed here in Alaska they're, they're royally screwed and I feel bad I feel bad but a lot of places. I mean, you know, Disneyland, everybody, any place that depends on tourism, look at Hawaii. They're really taking it on the chin during this whole COVID bullshit. So tired of it. And we just can't seem to totally shake it. We get close, it's like, and then it's not gone. It's like, damn it. And tourism's hurting. There's a lot of good tourist outfits here in Alaska, of course. But the thing is, now it's all ours. We can go visit and explore them on our own without the tourists. Come on out here to the uh, Crapper Creek Zoo and Landfill. How can you miss that? It's right there on a sign. It's beautiful. Come see uh, Larry the Three-Legged Caribou. Uh, We just got a new addition at the Zoo and Landfill out here in Crapper Creek. It's some type of rodent. It's larger. I mean, it's not as big as like Peggy's beaver, which is the biggest, bushiest beaver in all the land. Right? It's not a... I think it's a... I'm, I'm thinking it's a muskrat. But being a zoo and landfill, it could be a regular rat that's just really good at swimming. I'm not sure what it is. That's Alaska Zoo in a nutshell right there. One in Anchorage, right? We mentioned it. They have a moose in a cage. Outside the fence is another fucking moose staring at that moose. They have a raven in a cage. And yes, on top of that cage. Yep. Goddamn raven. It's, it's kind of stupid to have a zoo in Alaska is what I'm getting at. It's all around us. Right? Open up your back door. But you know you're at a bad zoo. I mean, we've all been to those bad zoos, right? You, you show up and none of the pandas even know kung fu. Or instead of zoo slash landfill outside there's this is like zoo slash taxidermy. Okay. Ever been to the Phoenix Zoo in the middle of summer? Those animals, they want nothing to do. They just want you to leave them the fuck alone. They're so hot and so exhausted. They're just a clump of fur in a corner in the shade. They're not there for your amusement at all. I don't think any of them are real. That would be the zoo slash taxidermy. They just... They're in no mood to perform. Bad zoo, right? Or maybe it's not even a zoo at all. Maybe it's just some boomer in a van with 14 lizards. Want to pet my lizard? And sure, you know it's a bad zoo. I mean, sure, the monkeys are flinging poo at you. But really not as much as the employees are. That's a bad zoo. You went to see a panda birth, but all you got was a koala threesome. You know, chlamydia is rampant in the koala world. 
They're a little sexual deviance, man. Koala orgies. They're a thing, man. And you know it's a bad zoo. You go and the, like, I got a kangaroo. It doesn't tap dance. It doesn't box. I got a frog. All it does is rib it. It doesn't even go, hello, my baby. Hello, my darling. Hello, my ragtime girl. Bullshit zoo is what that is. Well, that wraps it up for another week. I hope you enjoyed the show. Remember, all I ask is that you leave a comment and share this podcast with five friends. We'll be back to do it again next week, and it'll be different and weird once again from the farthest north rock station on planet Earth. Uh, don't forget, follow me on YouTube as well, Glentertainment. Look it up, Glenner Anderson. And, of course, on Twitter, live from Crapper Creek is where you'll find us there. And if you like Crapper Creek, check out our general store. Buy our shirts, hats, Mugs, everything with Crapper Creek, Alaska on it. Pretty cool. You'll find it right there at CrapperCreekAK.com. Check it out. You've been listening to Live from Crapper Creek, the podcast with Glenner, produced by Mike Cook. For the full morning show, log on to the live stream at xrock959.com. This has been a Glentertainment production.